So um, today is Mother's Day. Um, and um, I believe that if we don't talk about Mother's Day, that's not going to be um, ideal at all. Do you guys agree with me? So let's talk about moms. Let's talk about moms uh, today. Um, I'm going to try and see what we can. So it's going to be a discussion, okay? I am not going to be um, talking throughout. We are all going to um, be sharing. That's how I make my... My, my teaching plan. So um, I know Patricia is here. Happy Mother's Day, Patricia. Happy Mother's Day. Thank you for all you do. Okay. Um, so a lot of, it's someone time and I am going to talk about mothers. We are all going to talk about mothers. If you just joined us, we're all going to talk about mothers. We cannot today without talking about mothers. Mothers are mentioned so many times in the Bible. We have a lot of examples in the Bible and I believe you guys have um, done almost a lot of the characters um, in the Bible and um, we all kind of have an idea of what who a mom should be and what a mom should be but um, we want to talk about somebody in the Bible today and um, we want to discuss it. I'm, I'm going to make sure everybody talks, okay? I'm going to make sure everybody talks, so we'll be prepared. Um, so a lot of our teens, a lot of youngsters think that their moms are mostly nags, right? We, we What we do is we nag and it's it's, it's, it might be true in a way um, because our generation, if you look at my age that I said, uh, I can understand a lot of the things that is going on these days. And um, uh, moms have to be open-minded to actually get it. And there are other things that moms are actually write about when they talk to you, the teens, about it. So we want to watch out for, we want to talk today about a mom in the Bible. Um, teens always feel like their moms get on their cases about playing, example, too much what, too much games, right? Video games. Uh, I mean, I see it in my house, so. games being played. I cannot stand that, you know, and um, we get into your nerves by, um, because you guys don't do your chores, you mess up around, you mess your rooms up, and um, a lot of teens also lose the sight of how much their moms really care about them, and that the love really is a gift from God. The love that mothers have is a gift from God. So I 
I just we just want to talk about moms today. Let's talk about moms. Is my is my topic, bro. We're actually going to center our discussion on the Canaanite woman, okay? Canaanite woman. So um, it's Mother's Day, and I applaud all the mothers for the great job that they're doing. Um, the point is to. Uh, the point of our discussion today is to remind us of how great our mothers really are, how great they are. You know, it's, it's deeper than what we see on the outside. It's deeper than the arguments that we make with, the, with, with I mean, with the arguments that we have with our moms. It's deeper than um, the nagging that they, they nag. It's deeper than the fact that they don't understand this current generation and how the generation wants to do their family, live their lives. It's deeper than that. A mother's love is a gift from God, and I would say that. It's a gift. It's, it's intuing. I don't know the word. It's an English word. Like, it, you don't learn from it. It's inside a mother. Okay, and I was telling you that we have Patricia and Olivia. They 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 are they they are more than mothers, you know. They don't have kids of their own, but what they are doing, I, I wish them. Um, if you were not here, I'm wishing them um Happy Mother's Day, cause and um they do a great job, you know. So um, the Canaanite woman, and I don't know if anybody can read or I can read um, Matthew fifteen twenty one to 28. And, um, if you can open up, because uh, what I'm going to do is I'm going to let it get us into a discussion and we're going to have a discussion and I'm going to make sure everybody talks. Um, we can take one sentence and we can say something about it, about what we think about this Canaanite story, Canaanite woman, her story with Jesus and his disciples. Okay. Um, I want us to read that. Um, I'm going to try and read that with my African mom accent. Oh, anybody wants to read it for us, that would be great. <laughs> but I love my reading my Bible. I don't know if you noticed that. So I would read it. Uh, and I can actually let somebody also read with the American accent, okay? So that you guys can understand. Anybody wants to volunteer to read? Okay. So Matthew... 15, 21 to 28. And like I said, um, please pay attention because I want everybody to say a sentence and talk about, say something, just very little, what you think about that. Okay, I will start and then we'll, we'll go through that. Um, Matthew 15, 21 to 28. It says, Jesus sends a demon out of a girl. And this story is about a Canaanite woman. Okay. Jesus then left Galilee 
and went not to the region of Tyre and Sidon. A Gentile woman who lived there came to him, pleading, have mercy on me, O Lord, son of David, for my daughter has a demon in her and it is severely tormenting her. But Jesus gave her no reply, not even a word. Then his disciples urged him to send her away. Tell her to leave, they said. She is bothering us with all her begging. Then he said to the woman, I was sent only to help the people of Israel. That's what Jesus said to the woman. God's lost sheep, not the Gentiles. But she came and worshipped him and pleaded again, Lord, help me. It isn't right. And Jesus said, it isn't right to take food from the children and throw it to the dogs. He said, and the woman said, yes, Lord, she replied. But even dogs are permitted to eat crumbs that fall beneath their master's table. Woman, Jesus said to her, your faith is great. Your request is granted. And her daughter was instantly healed. Her daughter was instantly healed. So, like I said, we're going to discuss about this passage. And I would just, like, as time allows us, each one to say something about a sentence, okay? So... What I notice is this woman, he's a, she's a Gentile, right? And Gentiles are not Jews. They are not Jews. Jesus is a descendant of David. So the woman addressed Jesus as what? Son of David. And for her to be a Gentile, and Jesus said he actually did not come for the Jews. He came for what? He did not come for the Gentiles, sorry. He came for the Jews, the lost ones, the lost sheep. He said he came for the children of God. So Jesus actually made it clear that, woman, you are actually not part of it. You're not going to be wasting my time. I'm not, I didn't come for you, okay? So we have a whole lot in this small passage that depicts a lot about the, who the woman is, where, where she stands. You know, to me, um, and I'm going to start, like I said, I want everybody to pick a statement. And I can say a few things, but, and then say something about it. You can pick a statement about the um, disciples and talk about it. Just, you know, and we want to relate that. And then also most of it is about the woman who this woman is really is, okay? So Jesus did not mind her when she screamed for help. Jesus kept quiet. And that also tells us something, okay? The, the disciples wanted, the disciples didn't want to be bothered at all. I mean, this woman had a daughter that was being tormented by demons. And the woman 
she had heard about what Jesus is capable of. And so I believe that she had contemplated on how she was going to go about to make sure that she gets Jesus' attention. Okay. She gets his attention. And um, this conversation that went on, um, it tells us a lot about the woman. Okay. Um, there was um, the discussion between the woman and Jesus. Um, the beginning, Jesus did not mind him. And people were like, oh, wow. Jesus is a person of, um, it's a kind person. And he's always there. So how come he had a woman and did not mind him? And um, a lot of people are saying that it's because Jesus wanted to edge the woman on to test her, what? Her faith. So um, this is an example of a woman who loves her daughter so much. It's a typical example of almost all moms. All moms. And when I say all moms, you know, like before, I said before, uh, whatever goes on between us and our moms, our mother's nagging, the misunderstanding. Sometimes we feel like our mothers, um, they, they don't get us and they think inferior of us. You know, sometimes, you know, <laughs> It, it there's it's, there's something deeper. There's, there's the love is deeper than that. The, the the love that moms have is really deep, and the Bible talks about it. I I read where I think the Bible was comparing the love of a mother uh, to something I can't remember exactly where, but comparing the love of a mother is like the love of a mother. So. The love of a mother is deep, and um, we want to talk about it today. So I want everybody to plan and pick up your statement. It can be one, just a, a sentence. What you think about a woman, what you think about the disciples, and what you think, what Jesus said. Jesus referred to this woman as um, a Gentile. He said clearly, he was very clear, he came for the Jews. And clearly, the Bible is talking that Jesus, the Jews, are actually preferred, you know, the Israelites. Um, so I want to start with my statement, and then I'll ask anybody to go, because I'm, I'm going to give you a chance to go. We're going to have a discussion. We're going we're gonna to say, this is how moms are. This is a typical example of a mother. She was very persistent. And I'm not going to be talking and saying it because I know you guys know it. You have it. You know what this woman, she, she was in a way um, treated and even called a dog. That was an example. If it was a modern mother like maybe me and then Jesus said, oh, I didn't come, for, I'll, I'll take it in a different way. How come he's calling me a dog and my people a dog, you know? And I'm not going to stay there and maybe get what I wanted, what I was going to get. But this woman, it's a different woman. That's, that's an example of a mother because this mother was desperate. 
before she came to Jesus, she knew what she wanted. She knew who Jesus was. She had heard. And even when she was coming, she did not come with her daughter. She knew that just by talking to Jesus. And that shows how much um, the, the disciples, the disciples, I mean, for a while when they were with Jesus, they were actually lost. They really didn't get it. A lot of times you could see how they really didn't get it. This woman is described as a Gentile. She is not a Jew. She is not a chosen one. She is an outcast. Just like the woman at the well, she asked Jesus, how come you, you ask me for water? Because they don't talk to them. They, they are described as something very inferior. They don't even deal with them, the Jews, don't deal with the Gentiles. So this woman is a Gentile, but she's able to make her way out. Why? Because she was desperate for her daughter who was being tormented. And for all you know, I don't know how many years the daughter had been tormented. She had been going round and round and round and round everywhere, not getting help. And at that time, the daughter was still suffering. You know, so she heard about Jesus and went there to get help for her daughter. She, her faith was so great that she didn't even take her daughter. She knew that Jesus would just speak and it would happen. And as much as she was pushed away by the Pharisees, as much, she, as, much as she was pushed away by Jesus, Jesus was trying to, if her, his, Jesus' first statement would have sent her away. She did not, it did not get to her. And that's who matters are. It did not get to her. I did not come for the, uh, I came for the children of God. Not, uh, we do not give the food for the children to the dogs. Okay. So we want to talk about the woman um, um, who want to start. Uh, I can start by saying that um, the gentle woman came to the gentle woman, that's verse 22. A gentle woman who lived there came to Jesus pleading, have mercy on me. Okay. So this woman was a very humble woman. Humility is showing here. And that's all I wanted to see. What do you see from the woman? This is who our mothers are. We're talking about our mothers right now. Who they are. When it comes to you guys, when it comes to our children, we can go as low as what? Okay. Humility. When it comes to our children. Just a statement and the attitude of the disciples. It could have sent this woman away. That she did not allow anything to get to her. She came for help for her daughter. And it takes mothers anything to get their kids well. It takes mothers anything to get their kids well. Okay. Two years ago, I know of a mother who took one of her kidneys and gave it to her daughter. One of her kidneys. All of a sudden, her daughter lost both her kidneys. The kid was five years old. 
the mother just give her kidney. All right. So anybody, so I told you this is the discussion. I want you to um, say some a statement and then a verse and then tell us what you think. It can be something that Jesus said and what you think. It can be something like the disciples said and what of the woman. Okay. I have something to contribute. Please do. Uh-huh. So a statement, well, yeah, a statement that stood out to me was when she replied back to, so like we all know, like, you know, Jesus talks in parables and stuff like that and how she responded to him um, with like, you know, like another part of the parable or whatever. And I, I think every time I read over that, just even before this, like I just never understood <clears throat> how she knew what to respond back or like how she how she came up with that response um but like now I understand and I just think it's very special that she was able to do that and not any other like like even his disciples had to ask him like what a parable what parables meant or whatever and you know, here's a Canaanite woman who isn't even part of, you know, the children of Israel, yet she was able to respond back um, to him in the same language, if you want to say. Um, and also another thing is that in that she said, you know, even, um, what do you call it? Sorry. She said, even the little dogs eat the crumbs which fall from their master's table. And at first, yeah, it might seem like, oh, like, you know, she's like, agreeing with him or whatever that like the Canaanites or are like dogs. But I think it sort of represents how if we humble ourselves, um, you know, like God will exalt us because when Jesus responds, he calls her a woman, you know, not a dog. Um, And I just think, yeah, it just shows also that how Israelites or Israelites aren't just like the, you know, Jewish people, like, ethnically, but they are those who, um, yeah, who are just, you have to be Israelite in your heart. Um, And so I think he, this parable just basically showed how you, like, Israelites are not just the ethnic people, but... Thank you so much, Abena. Thank you. Thank you so much. So, Abena, you give us uh, a good explanation of um, this woman, who this woman is. And that's exactly what our mothers, depicts our mothers, who our mothers are, especially when it comes to uh, them being so desperate to get help for their children. That is how our mothers are, who our mothers are. Okay, anybody wants to go? I know we we have a very short time, so try and make it very short. And... um, Um, okay yeah so what i um what i kind of understood from reading this was that as her being the mother she was very like relentless like she was very like mothers are usually like diehards for their children you know they'll go to any like measures or lengths just to have the best for their children um and so like even when like she was talking to jesus and Jesus was like, um, so this was like verse, um, 
So verse like 20, like verse 27 mm-hmm. with her reply, she was like, that's true, Lord. But, you know, even the dog. So her even using the word but, like that just shows that she wasn't like, she basically wasn't satisfied with Jesus's answer. Like she said, but like, meaning she was like, she was still trying to force, like, um, she was still trying to force her goal and what she wanted, you know, and what she wanted at the end of the day was to heal her child. And so I feel like just reading that passage, she was very, very, um, like, like you said, she was very persistent and she really, um, was not going to go home. Yeah. She really wasn't gonna, she really wasn't about to turn around. And so, yeah. So mothers are really like diehard for their children and, they want the best for their children. Yes. Thank you, Leslie. That's a great contribution. Anybody want to take any verse and say anything that you think? Yeah, I think it shows, um, like, uh, like Abna and Leslie said, just the persistence of her um, and that she... I guess, like, she saw the greater good that would come out of it, um, being, past being, like, called, you know, seemingly called, um, like, um, you said it on you know, she said it earlier, like, I personally would have just been like, uh, okay, then, and I, well, hold on, but, um, you know, like Leslie said, like, they go die hard for their children, and so, like, I feel like to her, him saying that wasn't even, like, something big, it was just something she could easily brush off, because, like, she was, you know, looking out for her children like the greater good is what she was looking to yeah hey anybody wants to talk about the disciples i just wanted to add on to like for the disciples um mm-hmm. they seem like to not understand what jesus is doing a lot of the times um and so i mean i probably would have done the same thing um they kind of rash and so they tell her like to go away um, and I think sometimes we can do that. We're like, we're so focused on like God and stuff. We don't think that other people are like worthy enough to come near. And so we just like forget the part about like treating others well as well. Yeah. They could not be boarded. They could not be boarded. The woman actually mentioned that, um, there's a demon in her daughter and it's severely tormenting her. She screamed and they still said, he said she sent her away, <laughs> you know. They actually couldn't get it. I mean, Jesus, when Jesus made that mention of uh, the fact that, the first of all, Jesus did not even answer the woman the first time. Why? Um, a lot of people are saying because he wanted to test his her, 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 her faith. And Jesus probably knew who this woman was because she was very desperate as a mother he knew that she wasn't going to go. And nothing at all was going to turn her away. And that's who our mothers are when it comes to their kids. Um, can we get the next person for a contribution? Any verse and whatever you think. Sorry, I have one more for the disciples that I just noticed. I think, like, in the disciples' position, you know, like, they're Jesus' followers, right? Mm-hmm. So they're not going to be in any position to, like, kind of say the opposite of Jesus. You know, if Jesus is saying like, hey, I can't help you, they're going to just, you know, go 
with, with what he's saying, you know, they'll not blindly, but then just kind of like that devotion, they'll just agree, you know, with what he's saying. And so I can kind of understand as to why the disciples would just like kind of push her away too, because they were just going off of what Jesus w- was saying. Mm-hmm. Okay. Anybody wants any contribution? Thank you, Leslie. Anything at all? So do we see this woman as all loving uh, for her? her, She loves her daughter so much, she was not going to allow anybody anything at all. Do we see that? Yes. Yeah. She she wasn't going to allow the words of Jesus to send her away. She was so desperate to get her daughter healed because she had he- uh, heard about Jesus um, doing all these miracles and she was ready. Even though Jesus told her that um, we he came for the children of God, the Jews, he came from the Israelites. She still insisted because that that statement alone could have pushed her away, right? So the, the love of a mother, like I said, is in twin. It's it's inborn, okay? And um, that's who mothers are. And um, it shows up here with this Canaanite woman. Um, she could have easily walked away and... Um, and her daughter would have suffered because apparently there was no healing from anywhere for her daughter. And she had been dealing with it. And did she leave her daughter in that situation and said, okay, I've done it? No, she did not. She probably had been looking for help all this while. And then when she heard about Jesus, she decided to go where Jesus is when Jesus was coming to her town. Okay, she knew who she was. She knew who she was. She knew her position. She's a Gentile. And uh, Gentiles from a whole lot of passages in the Bible did not even go close to the uh, Jews. The Jews did not want it to have anything to do with the Gentiles. But this woman just didn't think about it. All she thought about was what? how her daughter was going to get healed. And she knew who Jesus was because she knew that even though she was a, a Gentile, Jesus, she could go to Jesus and get her, her daughter healed. Okay, her daughter healed. She just was very persistent. I can imagine how much prayers this woman had prayed for her daughter. And still she did not get any healing. I can imagine. I can imagine how much money she had spent. She probably had sold all her belongings, all her property to look for healing for her daughter. You know, there were times that people were 
uh, had demons, they were tormented by demons, and they were put in caves somewhere. They were put in the outskirts, um, yeah, somewhere in the uh, uh, where human beings were not um, allowed to kind of go there. They would tie them out there in the caves. And, but this woman, as we can see, did not desert her daughter. These, we're talking about mothers, our mothers, you know, let's talk about this is, this is who mothers are, okay? She did not, she, she was ready to go through the disgrace that was enthroned at her, being described as a dog. It was really not her being described as a dog, but I mean, I would have taken it that way. She, she, she found a way. Like I said, she was not going to go back at all until her daughter got healed. I'm very sure, even to the point where Jesus will be getting on his bed to sleep, this woman will not go away. You remember the woman that went to the judge several times until the judge said, you know what? I have no fear of God. But this woman has been sitting here every day coming to bother me and for her to stop bothering me. I am just going to give her what she wants. So the love of a mother, how persistent they are. She needed stuff. She needed her property to be given to her back. So the judge actually finally was, so that she could take care of her kid maybe. But the judge finally granted her her wish. Why? Because she was very persistent. She needed that, you know. So this woman actually is an example. Well, she did not even think about anything that was going to hinder her. Anything that was hindering her, she was pushing through. It didn't matter if they wanted to hit her for her to fall down, dying. She would still persist to make sure that her daughter gets healed. Okay. And what else? What else do you think you can say? Anybody? Anybody wants to say anything or should I mention names? <laughs> I'm sorry. Ryan wants to say something? Any any verse that comes jumps up to you? No, Ryan, it's easy to make you up. So Jesus said that even, um, she said, but she came and worshiped him and pleaded again. When Jesus told this woman to go, uh, said that I, I was sent only to help the people of Israel, God's lordship, not the Gentiles. Jesus made it clear to her, not the Gentiles. I think that a lot of people would have turned around and say, wow. Jesus actually is discriminating. Uh, but that's what he, he came down for. He came for the what the Jews, the chosen ones. And but the Bible makes it clear that we become the children of God and we become the chosen ones. I want to make it clear when we also accept Jesus as our Lord and Savior. We take him 
we take his cross. You know, that's our position. That is our position. So in the Bible here, it's talking about how he said, he made it clear he did not come for the Gentiles. We don't want to be Gentiles. We want to be children of God. So we want to know our position. The, this woman knew who Jesus was. Apparently, the, the, the disciples didn't even know who Jesus was. But this woman knew. She called him what? Son of David. Son of David. Indicating the royal origin of Jesus. You know, God promised David that every future king of Israel was, was who, who will come will come from his family, right? This woman knew who Jesus was. She 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 meant business, you know. She she called him son of David. The disciples even understand. I don't think so. They were like, "Can you send him her away? She's disturbing us." You know. I know Jesus had has compassion and all of that. She was just edging to make sure that she gets to know exactly who this woman is. And then she he said, "Woman, your faith is great." Your request is granted immediately. So she got what she wanted. And this is who our mothers are when it comes to our children. When it comes to our children. So um, I know time is fast spent. But this is a very short uh, verse in the Bible. uh, uh, In the Bible, Matthew 15, about a Canaanite woman. But it says a lot about who our mothers are. And we want to appreciate them. We want to say something to them today. It doesn't have to be about money. You don't have to spend money if you don't have money. You don't have to... just have to send a message telling them, I love you. We want to clean the kitchen and say, you know what? This is for you. This is for you, Mother's Day. I appreciate you. Yeah, all people should appreciate women, especially mothers. We should appreciate women. You know, a lot of women. I have my auntie. She's, she never had a child of her own. As I speak now, she had somebody that she just got from um, the marketplace in Ghana. It's called Kayayo, right? And she's taking, she's 72 now, but she's, she looks very young. She's taking that girl to a private school where one of her adopted daughter went. She's taking her there. She's always had that love. She never had a child of her own. And she's been my, I have my own mother, but she's been my mother for a while. I mean, for my whole life. So I call her my mom too. So it's a lot for us to have learned about mothers, but I believe that the persistence of this woman, everything that this woman depicts here is is about who our mothers are. Deep down, they they might be nagging, they might not, they might misunderstand us. There's misunderstanding argument, but deep down, this is who our mothers are. They love us to death. <laughs> you know, we want to be there. They pray for us. They fast for us, our lives. So it's a whole lot that we could have discussed. Time is not on our side. 
um, I just pray that God will help us, will help mothers, and will help us understand who our mothers are. Okay. Um, we want to we want to say something very little, especially when it's Mother's Day. If there's anybody that is in a situation where you cannot easily come out and tell your mom, Mommy, I appreciate you or I love you. We're going to pray for that person. We're going to pray for people whose moms are in heaven. So um, I'm going to end here, but I hope hope that we got something out from this Canaanite woman and who she is and how she depicts moms. These are who our mothers are. These are who